The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Once more, Jesus spoke to the authorities in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding banquet, but they would not come. Again, he sent other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Look, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they made light of it and went away, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go, therefore, into the main streets and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad, so the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe. And he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, bind him hand and foot and throw him into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called but few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord. Our gospel this morning is perhaps amongst the most confusing and terrifying of all of Jesus' parables. Jerry was explaining several weeks ago that parables are a teaching tool, particularly in the culture in which Jesus was embedded in the first century, a culture where many people were not literate enough to write things down, and where the rabbinical way of teaching was to offer a story that surprised, exaggerated sometimes, and drew people in so that they would remember what they were being taught. Today's parable comes as a series of parables that Jesus shares when he is in a direct confrontation with the religious authorities. And he often tells the parables to talk about the way in which the religious authorities have neglected the weightier matters of the law and the tradition. Like most institutionalists, like me, like many of us, 
they have become so focused on acquisition and preservation. They have forgotten that the heart of what they have been offered is about mercy and justice, and of course, walking with their God. That part is relatively easy for us to talk about, but the hard part of Jesus' parable today is what happens at the end when the king encounters a wedding guest without a wedding robe and throws him into the outer darkness. And then Jesus reminds us with that gut-wrenching teaching, many are called, but few are chosen. If we think about that for very long, it should have us trembling a little bit. As we live in an age where there is so much confusion and frankly chaos, we live in a time too where we feel compelled to work extraordinarily hard to preserve what we have, to protect what we cherish, and perhaps if we're fortunate enough to acquire a stake in the future. What could be more natural than that? But today's readings remind us, taken as a whole, that in fact, the way out of the present crisis is not solely about our work, but is about God's grace that has already been given. Isaiah reminded us of that today in that beautiful passage where the prophet talking to a people who are in the midst of profound exile from everything they thought they knew and understood, not only about themselves, but about their God, Isaiah reminds them that they were called and they are beloved of God and that God has already given them everything they need. A radical teaching for them and certainly a radical teaching for us to hear, particularly as so many of us find ourselves hungry and wanting, either literally or metaphorically, in these chaotic times. We are reminded that God has already provided us everything we need. One interpretation of that ending to today's parable goes back to the ancient ways of wedding banquets in which the host, and in this case, as Jesus tells us, a king, would provide the wedding robes and garments for every guest. Early Christian communities might have heard in this parable the story of being given that clean white robe at baptism, something early Christian communities would have recognized as a sign of being welcomed into the wedding banquet, of having crossed the threshold into the new life offered in Christ. Most of us were not clothed in new white robes when we were baptized. 
but we are invited to recount what we were given at our baptism, not what we have done, not what we have to acquire, but what we have already received. Will we put that garment on spiritually this day? Jesus is reminding his first followers and all of us that it is not enough simply to show up at the wedding banquet. We are invited to clothe ourselves with God's grace. Now, I know we live in Southern Marin and our first tendency is, well, how can I prove that? Or what can I do to show that? But the first step is internal. And it's a step that some of us in all of our busyness forget to take in these difficult days. And that is to recount the first action is not taken by us, but by our Savior. The one who called us. The one who wants us chosen for the wedding banquet. The one who clothed us in love and grace and mercy. as the psalmist recounts in that most beloved song that Pamela just read for us and with us. It is this God who leads us to the green pastures and by the still waters, who leads us through the valley of the shadow of death into new life. This God who acted first So perhaps it is simple as our remembering that and embracing that reality in our lives, whether we think we deserve it or not. That is the wedding robe that we have been offered. And it is only when we truly embrace that that we will be fully equipped to serve those most in need and to be co-creators with God working with the divine to usher in that beautiful future, that kingdom that we so desire at this time. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.